This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. As they say, stories that speak to you. Audible.com is the world's largest collection of spoken content. For example, audiobooks, podcasts, even old radio show program where you have sound effects, actors, different actors. They have a live action radio broadcast version of Sherlock Holmes books. Really fun. And it's really, really a cool place to go. Plus, they also have Audible Originals, productions that are produced by Audible, which is really, really cool. And today, the book I'm recommending is The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. It's an amazing book about being a giver and how important it is to your life, to your business, to your success as a person, to your success in business, to be a giver. And that's a very good point about the subject I'm going to talk to you guys about here soon. So, The Go-Giver, very great book. You can go check it out. You can get a free copy over at audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B. That's audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B, and you will get one free audiobook, two Audible originals that you keep forever, plus access to their new streaming library for the entirety of the free 30-day trial. After the trial is over, you get to keep the two Audible originals, the one book you've gotten forever. You can access it at any time. I have books I got back 10 years ago. I can go back and get them and download them and listen to them anytime I want. There is no commitment. You can quit at any time. And after the 30 days, it's only $14.95 a month thereafter to keep it going. So it's really worth the deal. Go check it out over at audible.com forward slash bootstrap. Now, Today I'm going to talk about something I just saw kind of in my community and then in the news a little bit. I had to go dig. But it's about a company that doesn't understand the concepts of being a giver. Now, there's a company, I think it's pronounced Circuit Cricket. I'm not quite sure exactly how it's properly pronounced. And they produce miniature plotting machines. What they do is these little machines, they have a little knife on there, and with great precision of speed and depth and angle, they cut out designs from vinyl, wood, they can emboss glass, you can use pins to have it draw an image. There's a lot of stuff you can do with this type of machine. However, and this machine is used actually quite a lot in the balloon world. I have their competitor, Silhouette, which I am very glad I bought because I think they're a better company and a better product. But I'm not here to go into that so much. But balloon artists rely on these machines to custom cut out words, letters, and decorations 
to apply to the balloons. It's very important and very big part of our business. And there's other people that do use these machines. They make coffee mugs. They do this little hobby stuff to sell. And especially during the COVID pandemic, apparently sales of these machines, and I'm sure all the others' machines, went through the roof because people are stuck at home not doing anything. And I even brought my personal cutting machine, plotting machine, back to my house during the height of the pandemic to entertain my kids with stuff I could cut out. Very nice machines. Now, suddenly, however, circuit, cricket, whatever you want to call them, decided to change the rules on how they interacted with their customers. You see, unlike my machine that I have, which is a local software on my local computer, which I can import any image, I can use vector images, I can use JPEG files, PNG files, whatever, drop them in and use that to set up my image and cutting and everything else. It's amazing, quick, easy. It's all localized. It's all on my machine. I do not need an internet connection, which is one of the reasons I bought it. This machine has an online app, which is on the cloud. You have to use online. And you can do similar types of stuff. You can import certain images. You can't import them all. You have to import a certain type of images. But you can import your own files, set things up, and then cut. And then if you wanted more functionality, more files, the pre-made ones, the pre other designs that you had, you could pay about a $10 a month fee to use these designs and images and print them and cut them and everything else. So, okay, cool. However, suddenly, a few weeks ago, out of the blue, Circuit decided to, I'm just going to say Circuit, decided to announce that everyone going forward will now be forced to pay $10 a month or whatever the subscription fee is in order to use their machines if they're going to be uploading more than 20 designs a month. Instead of the unlimited free uploads, which they promised on their website before, they, on, on their box machine boxing, before this, they suddenly decided to try to get everyone to pay extra money to use the machine some of these people have already owned for years. Now, honestly, if they had paid $10, $15 for the machine, maybe 20 bucks, okay, I could see them trying to push a subscription service. But no, these machines can run upwards of three to $400 a piece, and then to spend $100 a year just to make them useful, that's not cool. And then I was looking around. There are screenshots and rumors, and I'm not completely, I wasn't able to completely verify it, that they were talking about once this went into effect, anybody who bought a used machine would not be able to use that machine. They would effectively brick any old machines that were sold off. They were trying to stop people from using the upload feature forever and just stop people from using the machines. As you can imagine, this created a lot of customer backlash because a lot of these people, especially people who make a living on it or do a lot of hobby work, use more than 20 uploads a month and would have to pay a lot of money extra on a machine they've already been using for years that they paid 
a lot of money for it to begin with. So it's not like they're trying to scam a system and get a lot of free stuff out of it. They spent a lot of money on the machine. So they started digging. It turns out the big reason for the change is a cash grab. They're trying to get their cash reserves up, their sales up, their financials up. Why? Because they are doing an IPO. So, cricket, circuit, circuit, well, whatever, cricut, whatever you pronounce it. Anyway, they're holding an IPO actually today. I do believe, or tomorrow. I'm not sure. Anyway, they're holding an IPO to try to raise money, to do corporate business stuff, to maybe do some investments, purchases, whatever. Typical IPO reasons. And so in order to boost their numbers, they decided to step on their loyal customer base and squish them. That personally is very awful. I think that was a horrific thing to do. And the backlash may cost them a lot because of this. Now, with all the backlash, with all the angry emails and petitions with thousands of signatures, two petitions at least, with multiple thousands of signatures spreading like wildfire, the Reddit threads on these guys were out of control. Lots of cursing, lots of cuss words, a lot of angry people. A lot of people not buying the machines. A lot of people returning machines. A lot of them going to buying other brands, etc. Because this was a really poor decision. You don't step on your loyal customer base in order to try to get ahead. What does they say? The people you step on on the way up are the people you're going to meet on the way down? Yeah. So, on the eve of a IPO, They've angered a lot of their core customer base who are now very, very angry. Now they came to their senses and decided to reverse policy and say, okay, okay, you're good until out the end of 2021. Anyone who has the the circuit purchase and the account set up, the free account set up, you'll be able to upload unlimited images for free for the lifetime of the product. And there's a bunch of loops you can do, but we're going to make it so that you can sell it and buy it used and still get the same deal. But you have to set it up and go through all these hoops to do it. But then after 2021, everyone who buys a 300-some-odd machine will also have to pay about $100 a year to make it of any use. Quite honestly, I do not see this IPO as being horribly successful if the investors get wind of what they've done to the customers. Maybe it will. I could be completely wrong. It might be great. It might be a great IPO. They might hit their targets, might go up. It might go down. But they've burned their customer base very badly with this. Even though they changed their mind and kind of sort of did the right thing, just because they got knocked into a corner over it, I do believe the reputation is very very damaged right now because they decided to hurt their core customer base to make a little extra cash. Instead of saying investors look at our huge customer base that loyally use our machines all the time and buy all our stuff. 
No, they decided to go for that little bit of extra cash and be greedy and take from the customers instead of giving more value, increased value. Now, with Audible, I, going back to my sponsor, every time they've made a change since I've had them, values increased. They did change. They used to have some deals where you had different levels of deals. And if you spent more money, you'd get more free books. Per year, you'd get a bit of a discount. Now, they changed that model up. But when they did, instead of the different levels, now you get streaming. So the entire time you have it, you can listen to a whole bunch of titles, not just one. So the value's increased. The price hasn't increased, but the value where you're paying for your buck has really increased. That's the giving spirit. Not, oh, gee, you've been using this for years and years and years and years and years, and now all of a sudden we're going to make you pay $100 a year to use something you already purchased. So here, here's a lesson here. If you're a small business, a bootstrapper, whatever, when you build up a loyal customer base, treat them like family. Or maybe not, depending on how well you can log with your family. But take good care of your loyal customer base. If you have a large customer base that has built you up to the point where you can do an IPO, where you are a company that is raking in a lot of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars, really good revenues, really good profit margins, you don't you don't bite the hand that feeds you. You don't kill the golden goose. You take care of people. If you want to take care of people first, if you think about your customers, if you try to provide value to your customers, your investors will get value if you value your customers. That's how that works. If you take the best care of your customers, your customers will continue to come back. And if your customers come back, your stock price will go up because there'll be more value in your company. That's what was missed here. That's what the go-giver, the book, the go-giver is all about. When you're thinking of just yourself, when you're so selfish and you're so focused on what you're doing that you're willing to step on everyone else, that's going to hurt you. On the flip side, if you're going to be giving more in value than you take in money and you really take care of people, then you will succeed. Now, I could be completely wrong tomorrow or the next day or whenever this goes, the IPO goes live and it's all legitimate and it's on the market. Matter of fact, I'll probably do a follow-up just to do a quick see and see how it went. And we'll see what this IPO does, because I'm curious now. It may go great. It may go. It may explode and go up the roof, because there are strong sales during the pandemic. Who knows? They could hit their numbers and go up. Or it could crash and burn and not do good, or just be mediocre. We will see. I can't predict it. But from just the customer base that is very angry right now, this could change things or damage the company because they've damaged the reputation really badly now. Anyway, with that, remember the most important thing is care for people, care for your customers, care for your employees, take good care of other people. And as you do that, you will succeed in business. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, 
You can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athoz.com or atheoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.